ultimately in uh, October of 2018, I went ahead and left my job as an accountant. So I, I walked away from corporate America and just pursued uh, full-time entrepreneurship. You said a mouthful there. Did. Sorry about that. No, and it's good. I love it because um, what we're hearing is you were a person who kind of like took your time and learned the process of a lot of things and you made a decision. You were able to make a choice to say, okay, I, I'm doing this. I have my side hustle where I have my clients on the side. What I'm hearing is that even if it's a side hustle, you're learning the behind the scenes behind helping somebody else. What's going on everybody? This is Abby here with another episode of Modern Day Unicorns. And today I have David with me. So David and I met in a mutual program uh, from Deep in the Brand on learning how to podcast. And one of the things that caught my attention, I'm gonna show you all really quick. All right, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna switch to the scene right here. Now, if you look, you see that silver play button in the back. And I said, man, this guy's wanting to know more information, but it looks like he is doing something over there. So. Uh, our conversation started there. So I'm going to be quiet and we're going to dig into David's life and figure out what's going on. And then more about that silver play button as well. David, welcome to Modern Day Unicorns. Hey, what's up, baby? How you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for asking. So I, I gave a brief introduction as to why you caught my attention in the first place as we were on like a mutual program. But now we're going to we're going to peel this onion and figure out what's going on with you and everything that you have going on. So please tell us about yourself, uh, who you are, like your name, where you're from, and things of that nature. Okay, well, I was originally born in New Orleans, Louisiana, and uh, I moved to Indianapolis when I was 14 years old. So um, I currently reside in Indianapolis, and I've been here you know, over 20 years now. Um, I'm an accountant, a trucking entrepreneur, as well as most recently a YouTuber. And see, those are all wonderful things. I'm super excited for our conversation today. So let's start with, you gave me like three different careers, if you will. And I'm going to start with the first one. You said that you are an accountant. And, and I want to know what kind of sparked your interest in accounting in general, like when you first began or whatever you went to school for. Actually, I'll ask you, did you go to school for accounting? And then how did you end up in accounting if that is not the answer? Yes, uh, good question. So basically, when uh, when I moved to Indianapolis, I had a few friends who uh, we all played basketball together, and uh, one of my friends had an older sister who was a couple grades older older than me, and uh, she came in one day and she was holding this book that was green with a a gold dollar sign, and it just caught my attention. So I asked her about you know what that class was, what it was about, and she explained to me it was accounting, and they pretty much. Uh, you know, did a lot of reporting and counted money and stuff like that. And so naturally it just caught my attention. So in high school, I went ahead and took some of those accounting classes and I enjoyed it. Um, so then when it was time to decide on a major in college, I went ahead and uh, chose accounting as my major. Um, I attended uh, Indiana University um, and I graduated in 2007 with my bachelor's degree in accounting. And right after that, I went into uh, working in corporate America as a corporate accountant. Well, it sounds like you are a person that pretty much can make a decision and go full force with it. Because I know my college Boy. career was like, oh, what's going on? Well, that's what's up. Okay, so that's for accounting. And and I think you still do accounting to this day in some uh, shape, form, or fashion. So now let's get into trucking entrepreneur. Um, so tell us more about that. 
how it began and um and yeah so like that that seems like two totally different things accounting and trucking entrepreneurs tell us more yeah so it's not that obvious then uh how i ended up here okay well let me, i guess i'll explain it uh um so pretty much uh i always wanted to have my own business and so as i was studying accounting uh, we learned that accounting is pretty much the language of business so in my mind, I knew I was going to start a business at some point, but I didn't know what type of business I would start. And I always said, well, I'll just become an accountant because whenever I start my own business, I won't need to hire an accountant. Um, and also, until I decide what type of business I want to start, I can still work a job as an accountant in the meantime to provide for myself. So um, I actually ended up meeting somebody who um, outside of work who they had just started a contracting business and he was looking for somebody to help with his books. So outside of my regular job, I was helping with his accounting. And one point he, he has a, he has a huge network. And at one point somebody approached him who they had just started a trucking business, uh, back in 2016 and they were looking for an accountant. So he recommended me. So Outside of my regular nine to five job, I had two accounting clients. One was the contractor and one was the uh, trucking business guys. Because they had uh, limited experience in trucking um, and running businesses, um, I was charged with doing a lot of the research and um, making sure a lot of the compliance things and operations things were, were intact. And I was able to use like the experience that I had from uh, working behind the scenes in corporate America um, to apply that to, you know, their trucking business. And toward the end of 2017, we had a conversation and one of the guys had just mentioned, he was like, man, you helped us grow our business from three trucks to 12 trucks. You pretty much know all the behind the scenes stuff. He said, I wonder, he's like, you should start your own trucking business. And at first I thought about it and I was like, man, that's it just made all the sense in the world because I, I didn't know a whole lot about the industry since I had been working behind the scenes at this point for a few months. So I've seen like the ups and downs with it. Um, so at that point, I went ahead and uh, I purchased my own truck and started my company. So if you keep in track, I'm working a job in corporate America. I have two accounting clients who I'm doing work for outside of work. And now I'm starting a trucking business. So, uh, I ended up growing that trucking business from one to five trucks in about 13 months. And ultimately in uh, October of 2018, I went ahead and left my job as an accountant. So I, I walked away from corporate America and just pursued a uh, full-time entrepreneurship. You said a mouthful there. Did. Sorry about that. No, and it's good. I love it because um, what we're hearing is you were a person who kind of like took your time and learned the process of a lot of things and you made a decision. You were able to make a choice to say, okay, I, I'm doing this. I have my side hustle where I have my clients on the side and you're learning like what I'm hearing is that even if it's a side hustle, you're learning the behind the scenes behind helping somebody else who encouraged you to start yeah. your own trucking business. So I'm intrigued to know that what that process was for you to start your own trucking business because in the short time that we've known each other, I haven't, you know, heard about you driving a truck or anything like that. But like what what is that like to actually 
start and own your own trucking business? What are some of the things that maybe you've had to put in place and, and how have you got it to a place now to where it pretty much runs without you having to be behind the wheel? Good question. Um, so the biggest thing when it comes to, at least at that time, the biggest thing with running out your own trucking business was getting through a lot of the government regulation and a lot of the behind the scenes administrative processes that needed to happen. But because I'm an accountant and I'm used to dealing with regulations and processes and things like that and paperwork, it was really nothing for me to do. Like it was just, you know, it was walking apart pretty much. Um, so in the beginning, it was it was difficult since I got the business up and going because um, I was running a trucking company from, you know, from my from my job. So you know, there was times where I would, you know, spend some some work hours uh, um, on the clock doing my, you know, my own business. Um, but I had a I had enough people because um, I ended up growing the business with the job to three trucks. And the type of work that we were doing, it was pretty consistent and regular. So there wasn't a whole lot of instruction that needed to be um, given out every day because we were pretty much doing the same thing every day. Um, So the communication with my drivers, it was very minimal because they already knew what the assignment was. The only time I really had to get involved was if there was some type of issue with the truck or uh, with the pickup or the delivery. But um, that wasn't like an everyday thing. I just pretty much had to be available just in the event that something did happen. Um, by the time I quit my job, I was at three truck, picked up the fourth truck. And I believe a month or so after that is when I picked the fifth truck. Now, at this time, my schedule had opened up. Um, so it was a little easier running the trucking business because I no longer had my nine to five job. So at that time, um, Word kind of traveled uh, in our local area that I had a trucking business because I, it's it's actually funny that the the trucking community isn't very big. Like there's a like it seems like everybody knows everybody. So um, once I grew my trucking business, people started approaching me here locally to help them set up their business um, and help them get things going and getting processes and things like that put in place. And since these were the same processes that. I had followed for myself and I did a pretty good job of documenting them. It was nothing for me to, um, to help more people. And that ended up being a service that, uh, that I was offering to the public where I was helping people set up their businesses and doing some, um, just some consulting, um, and accounting work along the way. Now at this point, you know, with five trucks, um, in this now client service, uh, industry business, uh, I ended up hiring a dispatcher to um, find the work for the drivers and coordinate any of the um, the unexpected things that needed to happen um, where before I would have to take a lot of those phone calls and, you know, figure out the answers to the different problems. I now had a dispatcher in place to where um, he was able to field a lot of those phone calls. So it was a little bit more hands off for me as I focused on uh, my client service business. Listen, this whole this whole conversation has me excited because we can just see the progress of how you can get things done. And even I'm working on a project with another individual and she is expressing and teaching how you can run your business even with a nine to five. And so it's inspiring to see firsthand again how you were able to do that and over time continue to add more elements to contribute to your success. 
So now, I believe you said it was 2018 or 2019, you had about five different trucks. Now it's 2022, yep. right? We've been right. through or going through a whole pandemic. What is business looking like for you today? Okay, so if we back up a little bit, um, so toward the end of 2019, beginning of 2020, um, I actually have a, a I'm going to say a family member. He, we're not blood related, but we pretty much, for all intents and purposes, we're, we're, we're family. Um, he actually started his own trucking business as well. Um, I was able to like guide him through that process and he quit his, uh, he quit his nine to five as well. So because he has a lot more, uh, time available, um, I pretty much play a behind the scenes role with his business now. So we've pretty much come together on the trucking business side and I can play a behind the scenes role there so that I can still focus on. Um, serving clients and now creating content around uh, the trucking industry. Now you said you said a key thing here, right? So you said you you had a nine to five corporate job. You ran your own trucking business. You were able to get a dispatcher, and then your family member started. So you were able to allocate and or uh, just give some more responsibilities over to him while you were also serving clients, and so. When it comes to creating content, how did you how did you go from serving clients probably person to person or over the phone to saying, all right, I'm tired of repeating myself. Let me start, you know, putting this on video format. Like what what sparked to say, let me let me create content and put it on YouTube? How how did that start? Okay, so good. That's a that's a great question. So what happened was um because I was working exclusively with uh, trucking business owners here in the Indianapolis area, it became uh, a niche that I was very familiar with. Since I had the trucking business and I had trucking business clients, I started to focus exclusively on trucking businesses. So if you weren't a trucking business, you weren't a client of mine at this time. And I was looking, so at this point, now I'm kind of looking to grow that client base. So what I did was I went on YouTube because my plan was to um, go on YouTube and go on it with the approach of saying, Hey, I'm an accountant and I actually have a trucking business. So if you're a trucking business owner and you need an accountant, you should, you know, reach out to me because I, I understand the business so I can, I can help you out from an accounting standpoint, but I also have an in-depth knowledge of the actual trucking industry itself. Well, I got a lot of responses from people who were looking for an accountant in the trucking industry. But I got an overwhelming response from people who were um, looking to get started in the trucking industry and they needed to learn um, a lot of the processes and the uh, regulations and things like that. So my content initially started out as um, marketing my services, but based on a response of the uh, the audience, uh, it shifted to um, here's how you start a trucking business. And so that is so key, being able to listen to your audience. So you went in there with your own ideas on what people should need and how you should serve one another and came out with another one to where you pivoted to say, oh, OK. So tell me how that's played out for you, being able to not necessarily seek and fish for services rather than educating people. How had that dynamic changed 
your mindset on the content that you create now and moving forward? So basically, before I was making content, my time was being exclusively uh, serving clients where it was only things I can do on a one on one basis. So I was I was able to impact people, but it was uh, it wasn't a scale. So once I started to create content and I saw the growth of the channel and I was, you know, reading a lot of the positive feedback I was getting from the audience, I realized that I can have a much bigger impact um, and get my message across more people um, by creating content that serves the masses as opposed to working one on one with clients. So I still work one on one with clients till this day, but the fact that I can have a far bigger reach impact and I can scale a lot more uh, by creating content that's helpful and useful. That's the that's the angle that I enjoy a lot more nowadays. So in case by case situations, I'll still work with new clients one on one. But what I found is most of the information that people are looking for, it's, it's all the same. So there's not a whole lot of situations that I've come across where people need uh, like customized, individualized help uh, for the most part. A lot of the general information that I share, it, it's applicable for, you know, 80 percent of the people out there who are looking for it. Now, can you tell us a little bit more about the revenue streams that you've been able to create from content alone? So we have your service based business, which, you know, sometimes is one on one and you can't necessarily, you know, multiply yourself. But what type of revenue streams uh, have you been able to, you know, manipulate from just creating content alone? Okay, so initially when I started creating content, I would get a lot of emails from people who uh, they would ask a lot of questions uh, via email. And I would spend so much time during the day just responding to these uh, questions for free that um, at one point a friend of mine, he said, hey, man, you spend a lot of time during the day, you know, doing all of this stuff for free when you could be could be making money. He's like, you should probably start charging um, for a, a consultation services. So that was the first um, income stream I built from the YouTube channel was um, offering consultation or uh, consultation calls to the audience. Um, at some point, the channel, uh, it was eligible for monetization. So um, YouTube or Google AdSense was the second way that the channel was monetized. Now, in uh, in trucking, there are a lot of services that you have to have um, to remain in compliance um, with the uh, with the federal government. And so a lot of these services, I noticed the ones that I had used, they all had um, uh, affiliate or referral programs, partner programs. So anytime people would ask, hey, what ELD company do you use or what load board do you use? Um, I would just uh, rec I would just tell them that, hey, here's here's the companies that I use. And if you use this link of mine, then um, I'll get a kickback from it. And then you may even uh, receive some type of additional benefits as well, like free trials um, or small uh, like gift cards and things like that. So I then began to monetize the channel through um, affiliate partners that I was currently using. Most recently, uh, I did a, a, um, a virtual workshop where um, it was a it was a finance uh, workshop for trucking business owners, and um, I was able to uh, you know sell uh, you know sell seats or sell tickets or whatever, sell access 
to the to the live workshop. So those have been pretty much my uh, my revenue sources I've been able to generate from uh, creating content. That's awesome. That's awesome. So that's many different ways that, you know, you've been able to monetize your time and also, you know, just double your effort. So that's that's amazing. So I want to thank you for the time that you spent with me thus far. Um, and then before we go, I want to make sure that I get some more information from you, like the three tips that you would have yeah. for people who are looking to, you know, like I said, you can take it however you want it. So what type yeah. of information would you give to somebody who's looking to be maybe in a similar position as you or is maybe at a crossroad? Maybe they're even having their own business and they're wondering how they can kind of exit out of their particular situation. What's something that you would share with them? Um, I would say that the first thing is really sit down with yourself and figuring out what your goals are. Like, what is it that you're actually trying to achieve? Because if you're spending a lot of time consuming content, you'll hear about a lot of other people's goals. And so if you're following their blueprint, then uh, it may be leading you in a path on a path that doesn't quite align with your goals. So really figuring out what it is that you want to do. Um, that that's step one. That's probably the most important tip I can give anybody. Um, I would say number two is creating a plan to achieve that goal. So if if you know that you want to uh, be doing a certain thing, you know, in the next five years, uh, reverse engineer and figure out what is it that you need to be doing today in order to achieve that goal within five years. And I would say the the third and it. I'm not going to say the the most important, but just I just say the the third tip I would give is just getting started. Um, so often we spend so much time making sure everything's perfect, making sure all the stars are aligned. But what you'll find out is like none of that stuff is ever going to be the case. If I heard a saying a long time ago, it was like if you wait till all the lights are green before you leave your house to get to the destination, then it it you'll never get there. You'll never leave your house. So if you just take the first step and once you take that step, the next step will reveal themselves. So um, don't sit on ideas too long. Just take action and be consistent. David, I want to thank you for those tips. Those are amazing. So before we go, I want to make sure that everybody knows where they can find you, follow you, can get, you know, information from you. Um, and what's all the also what type of services and, and things that you have available for people who may be interested in the trucking business. Uh, could you please share that with us? Yeah, um, I'm on all social media platforms as, as trucking from scratch. You can find me on YouTube um, is my platform of choice. Um, I'm, I'm now working with uh, with a pretty cool unicorn uh, by the name of Abby to help me grow my um, Instagram presence um, through trucking as trucking from scratch as well. And, um, and yeah, that's pretty much the, the main places you can find me on YouTube and Instagram at Trucking From Scratch. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you all have heard it here. Uh, Dave has an amazing story and a journey. You know what? Before before we do go officially, I am going to ask because you mentioned something about a five year plan. What is next or what kind of goals do you have now since you are a full time entrepreneur? Um, you have a very successful YouTube channel. What else would you like to accomplish or what direction are you moving into next? Um, so one thing that uh, creating content has uh, has shown me is uh, people are actually interested in my teaching style. And 
even though right now on my truck on my YouTube channel I talk primarily about trucking I think there's a lot more information that um, I think an audience will find beneficial that's uh, business um, entrepreneurship investing personal finance all that stuff related but just um, outside of trucking so um, my current goals right now are to start a second YouTube channel um, and a podcast that's focused on, like I said, you know, entrepreneurship, uh, personal finance and, uh, and business in general. I would pretty much like to see uh, this new platform launched here in the next few weeks. I look forward to seeing it and I definitely will, you know, put all the information in the show notes for when that second channel is birthed and, and put out into uh, the world for us to share. So uh, for those of you who have been holding on throughout this uh, interview, I want to thank you for, you know, making sure that you're paying attention. If you're interested in anything, definitely put it into practice. Uh, there's limitless opportunities that we have, especially when it comes to uh, YouTube and social media. You can share almost anything with the world and find your niche audience so for if you are unicorn you know somebody that is i love to continue to have these conversations with interesting unicorn individuals to help inspire and encourage you to keep moving forward follow us on all social media platforms at modern day unicorns and until next time we will see you